people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. James, I don't know about you, but I'm super excited about the weekend. Uh, you know, they're too far, it's too far in between weekends for me. I, I start getting excited for them about Monday afternoon. What? Yeah, really? no, no, not really. really. I No, I do. I enjoy the weekends, but I got to tell you, it's, uh, it's that time of year when it seems like we're trying to cram so much stuff yes. into a weekend. It, it, they just get overwhelming. Yeah, and your old schedule does not fit your new one, by the way. No. So you better be tackling that. I think we've actually we've said that a few times before. Um, but yeah, no, I, the, the, I tell you what, the weekends have been so much fun. Um, we've got uh, once again. I know this is kind of this is like rinse and repeat, but uh, we've been so fortunate. Baseball is back in Wyoming, and the kids are playing. Uh, they obviously they've started off in a really great year, and. Uh, it's just been awesome to like, we love it. Um, not only because of the competitiveness of it, but we also love it just because it's such great family time for us. Yeah. And you, we, you know, this in our industry and in the real estate industry, um, oftentimes you spend so much of your time away from your loved ones, away mm-hmm. from your family, away from your kids. And so anytime that you can get together, anytime that you can make that, um, uh, that time important, uh, it is it is really imperative and it's just cherished and so um, we're not lake people uh, we're not hunters uh, like you, you and your family and we're just that uh, we're sports and and that really unites us and keeps us together and keeps things in common with us so we we love that part of it yeah you know I've always known this about you that this this time of year is when you are just out you're, yeah. you're, you're traveling with baseball and and I got to tell you I don't envy you a Bit. I mean, mm-hmm. a, a little bit because you're spending so much time with your family and with, with the kids. But I can't even imagine how daunting of a task that is. Loading. How, how, normally, how many kids do you have with you when you when you're going on these baseball trips? Yeah. Well, we have our obviously our family. Mm-hmm. So we've got the two boys and the two girls and Kate and I. And then we, you know, there's always room for one more. It seems. And yeah. uh, my folks taught me that lesson many many years ago. And so usually it's not just one more; it's usually a couple more. And then with the new RV, yeah. we're like we're, we 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 always one more family that's involved. So we get to do that, which we love doing life with other people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it is a massive production though. We like start packing on Tuesdays. So we get unpacked on Sunday and Monday and then start packing again on Tuesdays. And, uh, luckily this week we're, we're going to be, we're going to be here. So we don't have to do that, but yeah, it is a big production. And luckily I have an amazing rock star and a wife with Kate that is like, she is so detailed and she knows exactly what needs to be packed and how, and I'm, I'm a good packer by mm-hmm. the way. Like I know how to organize mm-hmm. and, um, but every time that we leave, we always leave an essential. We always leave something just essential. And, uh, it's just a matter of what it is that we're going to leave. Right. Sure. Uh, typically it's never the same thing twice. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, like, so like this last weekend, um, I didn't pack my toothbrush. Like, how do you forget your toothbrush? Oh, like, yeah. So luckily, uh, and usually it's like, so in the past, it's always like, well, I guess I'm going to take tooth 
paste and put it on my finger and then just brush my teeth with my finger. If you've ever, I'm sure, well, you've gone hunting. So you probably, if you brush your teeth. Yeah, we use sticks. Yeah. So if you do. Sagebrush. <laughs> no, no, you, you pack you, that. Like I have. Rough man. Yeah, here, here's the deal. Tr- uh, full disclosure. I have two sets of, of toiletries, like, like a shaving kit. Most uh-huh. guys call it a shaving kit, but I don't shave when I'm hunting. So I have two of them. I have one that I keep with all of my hunting gear. And one that I that I okay. keep at home and, and that. Yeah. So I'm never, ever without. See, that would be smart. I, I Why not put those in the RV? I, I don't know. know. Just well, thought. so Kate, we've done this enough times that she actually brought extra toothbrushes for everybody, Great. right? Good job, Kate. I know. She's, I can tell you, she's very, very smart. We, did, we, didn't, leave, we didn't bring the fan in, though. And the, uh, if there's one thing you need to know about Kalinowski's is that for one reason or another, we have this like obsession with have to having a fan. Like we have to have white noise, you know, have to have that air movement. Uh, and, and I always have a fan. I pack a fan everywhere I freaking go. Um, in fact, if I don't have the fan, I have the fan app so that I have the white noise that sounds like a fan on my phone. I know crazy, but that's what makes me amazing. So deal with it. <laughs> dealing with it, dealing with it now. I'm, I'm still processing it, but dealing with it. <laughs> so, but isn't that like, okay, so let's just talk about that. Um, you know, isn't that kind of like life, right? Mm-hmm. As I think about this, and I, I really did think about this after this weekend, you know, we, we forgot to pack some essentials and it seems like every weekend that's what happens. But isn't that like what happens in life is we sometimes we forget the essentials. We we're so focused on the big vision or we're so focused on something that could be distracting us, but we often forget the little things, but they're the essential things and we don't realize it until until something happens, right? Until either like we we celebrate a 50th birthday and we're reflecting on our life and we go, "Oh my gosh, did I really ignore this relationship for the last 30 years? Or did I really do this? You know, I, I have so many awesome conversations with my father and he just pours so much wisdom in my life. And I will know that like, if, uh, he'll, he'll have this conversation. He's like, dude, I, you know, I, I wish I knew then what I know now when it came to my health. Like, I wish I knew like, man, I should never allow myself to get to this weight or I should never. And one thing, which is really weird, this is something to think about is I never, I wish I never would have played basketball as long as I did, because right now he's, he's dealing with, you know, a broken body, really, mm-hmm. you know, two bum knees, a shoulder that's, um, the, that, uh, needed, that was replaced, you know, and just neck issues, back issues, feet issues, all of these things that, um, are attributed to the fact that he just, first of all, it was in a really tough industry, which is carpentry. But secondly, he just played b- basketball for so long and he loved it. Mm-hmm. He was just doing that. But in hindsight, I think that he would have quit much earlier in his life because man, when you don't have your health, dude, it makes life very miserable. Yeah. Well, when I, when I first met him, he was, he was laid up. He was, he had a knee surgery coming and he just kind of kept putting it off and putting it off. Mm-hmm. And so that was my one of my first memories of him. And I, I remember just seeing how how tortured and miserable that poor guy was. And I'm just like, gosh, I felt for him. But, you know, you're, you're right. He played he played competitive basketball well into his 50s. I mean, what, what guys are doing that? And, and your dad is, is a, a large-framed human being, too. Like, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's and, a Pollock, dude. Well, <laughs> how about it? Yeah, I mean, seriously, he's. Yeah. I mean, his hands are just enormous. I mean, he's a big guy. And that's got to be a huge strain on your knees yeah. and your ankles and, I mean, really everything. So a lot of times I think I think we don't take into account the essentials, right, the, the important things, mm-hmm. and only later do we realize 
how much it's affected us. Yeah. And, you know, as I was thinking about that, I, I just reflect on, I mean, you can look at those five foundations, just very easy, right? If you just look at those five foundations and go, okay, well, what am I like, what am I missing right now? Like what are the things that are, that are, that are very essential in those areas that I really don't feel like maybe are a priority, but gosh, you know, if I had to see myself in 20 years or Hey, better yet, what if I have a conversation with people that are 20 years, my senior, and I just kind of pose this question and I say, you know, Hey, listen, what are the, you know, what are the things that maybe you ignored back in your thirties or forties that you go, man, I really never should have ignored that. Or mm-hmm. man, that was my, that was a mistake. I never think that I never thought that would have been a priority. And, you know, in hindsight, yeah, that should have been something I, I needed to address. And, you know, as I, and I've asked that question, I, um, been fortunate to have some very great mentors in my life that, that are more seasoned in theirs and they've given me insight to things that were a priority. And so some of the things that I think about, and, and I hope that you think about is, you know, what does life look like when you retire? Mm-hmm. You know, what does it look like? I mean, f- of course, the financial picture is something that's so important. And, you know, if you're not saving today, well, you, you start saving today. Like if you don't, if you haven't saved from here, like you need to start saving today because you never know when you want, and you want to be able to choose when you can retire. You don't want to have to retire or you do not want to put yourself in a situation where you cannot retire, which how many people do we know that are in that situation? You bet. Right. So why don't you start why don't you start now so that you can have a goal of when you want to retire? Cause you never know ultimately when that day is going to come. And if you can, you still don't have to, you make the choice of that. Right. You bet. But I also think about like, when you do retire, like, what do you do? What do you want to do now? Like, what is it that you're passionate about? Like, what are the essentials that you didn't forget or you didn't, that you developed that will help you get into that next chapter of your life. There are so many people that I talk to that, man, like retirement is like the death of them, right? Yeah. Because they were so focused on that, that sector of their life or that business in their life or that career in their life that they didn't have anything else other than that. And they didn't develop friendships or they didn't develop um, these other interests. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you, like, my father, for example, was so excited for that next chapter in his life. He was so excited to hang up the hammer, right? Because he knew that he was going to be going into this lane, which is pouring into men and inspiring men and his, and his faith. Like he's like, I know what, I know exactly what lane I'm going into. I don't know how God wants to use me yet. And I have to develop that. He goes, but I'm so excited about this next chapter. And unfortunately, so many people, as they get into retirement, they have no clue what they want to do. And they're like, dude, I can only play golf for so long. Yes. Right? We see this so many times in the real estate industry, right? People will retire from another vocation that they've spent 30, 40 years at, and they go play all the golf that they've ever wanted to play, and they they find out two months later that that's all the golf they want to play or go fishing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they go, this just isn't fulfilling. So then they reach out to, to us, and, and now we're talking about, hey, what does it look like for a retired guy in real estate or retired gal in real estate? And we, we do, we deal with a lot of this. And I think it was, they, they had a plan, they had a vision of what retirement looked like that wasn't really accurate. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they have to do something else now to, to fill that, that void. 
Yeah. And if you want to get into real estate and you're retired, come on in, man. We'd love to have you because <laughs> you, you, you bring value. And at that we have a couple of people that do that. And I tell you what, man, I love it. They have got real world experience. They have got so much wisdom and, and it's, it, it just, it is, it makes our industry better. So I, I gotta, I want to make sure we add that. I you love, bet. love, love the people that have made that decision that says, Hey, I want to, I do want to sell some real estate. I, I just, I, I want to go into this sector. And it's like, yes, thank you. Thank you for bringing value to our industry. Right. You bet. And, uh, we love that, but Dude, yeah, it's so important that you don't forget those essentials when it comes to you personally, right? And we talk about how you continue, you should be continuously pouring into yourself, developing yourself to find out what your passions are Mm -hmm. and how are you going to do this as a, you know, throughout your life, right? And how does that, how does that move from one chapter to the next? And I will tell you, like I often said, and and I, and in fact, I had to, I said this 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 last weekend, um, actually, no, no, I'm sorry. I had, I said it yesterday to a guy. And I said, man, you know, I said, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this. And he's another, he's a, another broker owner. And I said, you know what? I really don't care about selling real estate, right? Like, I mean, I do it because that's the vocation that I've chosen. And that's what I, that I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be the best I possibly can. But like, I don't get out of bed because I'm super excited about a house or a property selling. I, I get out of bed because of the people that are involved in it. And what we get to do because of the platform we have through real estate. Yep. And I, I would just challenge anyone that's listening to this is that it's not about the job. It's not about the career, the position. It's about what you get to do that you're passionate about through that opportunity that you have or that career that you've chosen that will help you as you go past it and you re, as you retire into that next chapter of your life, you'll be able to pick up those, whatever those passions are and those pieces are. And, and you'll be able to put it into another sector or you'll put it, be able to put it into something else and you won't really miss a beat. Yeah. It, it seems, seems like a lot of times that, you know, that we focus so much on the, the professional aspect, but you know what, there, there are essentials in every aspect of our lives, mm-hmm. our relationships, our, you know, our health and vitality, our, our spiritual world. Those, I mean, a lot of times we put the essentials aside. Don't you agree with that? Yeah. Let's talk about the relationships, buddy. Cause that's a, I think that's a, a pretty sensitive situ, uh, you know, a, a topic because most, let's just talk dads for instance. Mm-hmm. Most dads are very uncomfortable around babies and young kids. And and I've shared with this, in fact, I think I shared it on the last podcast, is that, you know, I, that wasn't my lane. That wasn't, that's not me. And I've had to grow into that. And I've, I've really had to challenge myself to say, well, just because it's not you, you still have to show up. You, bet. you still have a part in this to play. And you got to be there for them, the, those kids, uh, regardless of if you feel like it's something that you're good at or not good at. You know, and, and how many, uh, how many fathers, uh, don't want to have relationships at that level with their kids until they get older. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I got to wait till they get relatable. I got to get to the point where like, I, listen, this isn't who I am and I'm not the touchy feely guy. So, you know, when they're older and they got kids and then we can talk mm-hmm. and I'm just going to tell you, that's freaking BS, man. Yeah. That That is you advocating your responsibility as a father and what you should be doing now, as opposed to what you think you should be doing at a later point. And, and unfortunately we have that, that what you do is you don't help develop your children. You, you don't, you don't get, you don't, you don't lead by example by pouring into their life. And then all of a sudden when they do get to this age that you go, okay, they're ready now. They don't want a relationship with you or they don't respect you and you haven't built anything. And once again, I just use this comment that you said is like, well, how will, how will they follow you if you haven't built that relationship? And it's so important. 
and and I know I'm picking on dads, but moms are equally, uh, you know, equally there too. I mean, a mom has to be there, not just for the, the kids now, but as they get older, because they need that. They need that mother's love and that mother's care and that mother's wisdom as they start to nurture their children. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, you know, once again, these re- relationships are so important. Uh, and I've said this before too, and I guess we're going to kind of take a hard left on this is that. Um, it's so important and you and Mandy do an amazing job of this. I think Kate and I are so intentional when it comes to this, uh, is that we realize that our relationship is the number one priority in our family. Mm -hmm. Like, like when we are healthy, like, I mean, our relationship with God is number one, by the way. I mean, but our relationship between each other is, is, is just as important as our relationship with the children. Like, in fact, if it's even more important because we are the example for them. And when we are healthy, when we are powerful, when we are committed to each other, when we are aligned, we are better for them. And they see the example that we live out by how we, how we do it on a daily basis, by our actions, not just by our words or by how we discipline or any of those conversations. That we, no, by how we live, how we love each other, how we, how we support each other, how we even argue. Do we argue with respect, you know, or is it literally just one-sided? Yeah. Right. And, and they know the, the love that I have for their mother, and they also know what, how the, the love that their mother has for their, uh, for their father. Yeah, you, you hit it right on the head, Josh. And, and Mandy and I both believe in this strongly. Is it, we all, we've all lived—you and I have lived long enough to know people who literally the, their whole mission in life as a married couple was to raise their children. Mm-hmm. The children get raised, they leave the nest, and now the couple looks at each other and they go, now what? Yeah. Right, our whole the whole reason we were together is to to get those kiddos raised, yeah. and they're raised. Who are you? Yeah, who, yeah. Now, who are you? We got to rediscover that. Sometimes they they make it through that. Sometimes they don't, and it's unfortunate when they don't. But Mandy and I realized this early on that hey, as much as we are about our children, we have to be about each other too. Yeah. Because what happens when they all go out on their own? And I love that. I love that you and Kate kind of put that as a priority because you know what those those kiddos they are going to. I mean, you've got another what twelve years and you're going to be staring at an empty nest. You need to be building that relationship with Kate right now that sustains you beyond that. Yeah, don't let Kate know it's only 12 years, by the way. <laughs> She's going to freak out. Um, you know, I mean, I just to think about Kate and being out of our home in six years, you know, six, seven years, he's 12 years old. Yes. You know, I mean, like yes. that's going to be like, wow. But, you know, it, here's the thing too is like, as you know, with me, um, you know, I just want, I want to live every area of my life on fire. I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I just want to be so on fire for everything in my life. And I, and I hope that as you're listening to this, that you know, that you can do that too. Like if you don't have a great relationship, then you go, then you go make that relationship great. And it's going to take work and sacrifice and heartache and humility, like massive amounts of humility and tons of grace and tons of forgiveness. Right. But I'm telling you, if you go be that example, like you did in anything else that you wanted and you were so that you thought was worth it, I'm telling you, that is one of the best things that you can ever do in your life is to go there and show up and be the best spouse that you can possibly be. Now, it, sometimes it doesn't work out. And, and, and you know this, dude. Yes. And, and, but listen, at the end of the day, as long as you can walk away from that situation going, I gave everything I could, I did everything possible, and it just wasn't the right marriage or wasn't the right thing, mm-hmm. then that's okay. You don't want to live with regret, right? Uh, the other thing, and I, let me just also make sure that you, we also tell, we like, and I don't want to speak for you. So maybe you can share this by the way, because uh, I know that, you know, obviously you were married before mm-hmm. and you weren't the guy that you are now. True. Right. And, and I don't want people to feel guilty because of that, 
because there's there shouldn't be any guilt or shame in that, but you understand how important it is for you and your relationship with Mandy because of the past experiences that you have had. Oh, you got it. I, I t- and you know this about me. I, I say this all the time. Uh, the the man that Mandy loves is kind of because of all of those other things that I've been that I've experienced. You know, the, the failed marriage, the the subsequent failed relationships. I'm the guy I am today because of all that, right? I couldn't have been this James without without enduring all that. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I give credit and and again, the, the my boy's mother, she's not the same woman she was 15 years ago mm-hmm. when when we got divorced. So uh, you know, give credit where credit is due. Sometimes people are just not a good fit. I mean, we got together when I was I was 21 and she was 19. Mm-hmm. So we had a, a lot of growing to do. And in the middle of all this, we started having children, and we weren't prepared for that, and we were just overwhelmed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's gonna that's gonna happen. You cannot you can't hold grudges. You can't you know you can't make it her fault or my fault. But at the end of the day, you know that all those experiences are preparing you for something else. And and that's a great outlook. I hope that people really take what James is saying there. It's not in spite of it. It's because of it. It's not life happening to you. Life is happening for you. And, yes. that's, and that's the perspective that we have to have, right? Um, when, when you can change that, when you just have that mental change and shift, that all of these things, it's not, be, it's not in spite of things. Um, it's not because of the things that happen to you. Uh, it, what a great gift that you just given yourself. Right? What a great opportunity for you to look at the at, from a different perspective. All of these challenges that you've been faced with, all these heartaches that you've been faced with, all of these, you know, quote unquote failures mm-hmm. that so many people can just live in and soak in. And as you know, I lived in that for so many thirteen years of my life. It was like just living in this big, you know, um, perception of a failure, the largest, biggest failure in my life. But then when you shift it and you can see that, oh my gosh, it actually is helping you become who you always wanted to be, meant to be. Wow, what a great gift, right? And so, um, you know, as we wrap this up, I just, I, I just want to go back to this, this whole thing about um, making sure, you know, not right now, no matter where you're at in your life, I, I don't care if you're 20 years old, I don't care if you're 40 years old or 60 years old, like, don't forget the essentials. Like right now, there's, there's things in your life right now that, that you are probably forgetting, that you are more than likely not paying attention to, that are so essential and your happiness. There's so many things that are probably essential in you becoming everything that you want to become that if you just focused on that, if you just identified it and said, okay, I'm going to start working on that part of me. Oh my gosh, you will wake up just one day. I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know if it's a week. I don't know if it's a month or a year. You're going to wake up one day and you go, that's it. Like I'm, I'm so on fire and I'm not the same person. And I, and I love how intentional I am. I love my relationship with this person. I love where I'm at with this, or I love who I am now. Right. And not everybody can say that. Yeah. It's a great place to be. Right. So, all right, buddy, you got anything else on that? I think, I think we've exhausted that topic. Okay, you exa- I don't think we've exhausted. I think <laughs> we just kind of, op- I think we just broke that open. So I right, love you guys all. And I hope you have an awesome day. Share this, share this, share this. I'll talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you.